and away from the dinner table, I was introduced to dog meat, tough, snake meat, tougher, and roasted grasshoppers, crunchy. Ah, yes. Barack Obama's got a new cookbook coming out. And uh, I think he's probably uh, in cahoots with this professor in Pennsylvania with his collie. It's Friday. Still can't let the kids play Duck, Duck, Goose, though, can you? No, you can't. You know why, don't you? Democrats. Cliff was a great call, great American. Happy to hear from Cliff. The Telegraph out of the United Kingdom has a story today by Michael Deacon. He's a columnist and assistant editor. And the headline is in the Telegraph, not a conservative publication. How did we get to the ridiculous point where only trans women can be called women? Well, because Democrats is there. And in uh, Great Britain, because of people that self-identify as liberal. You know, but a lot of them self-identify as women when really they're men. And they self-identify as uh, poodles when in reality they're chickens. Or chicken hawks, because we got the chicken hawks on the loose all over the place. In their effort to accommodate the non-binary, creators of a new LGBTQ glossary have accidentally contrived to alienate the binary. Sure, well, that's, uh, not, you know, it's always, uh, they, they produce the opposite of what they say their intended results are. The question may seem somewhat blunt, but given that it suddenly appears to have become a matter of impassioned debate, I feel it. I would be remiss to duck it, he says. He's a, a columnist, an opinion guy, you know. So let's get straight down to business and confront the matter head on. Can you say head on in the uh, what exactly we need to ask about ourselves is a lesbian. This is uh, I I, I uh, talked about this the other day. It's because the glossary by Johns Hopkins University. Now they're writing about it in Great Britain and England where, you know, they're known for buggery and various other <laughs> such things. They uh <laughs> I expect most women would regard this question reasonably straightforward and reply, a woman attracted to a woman. That's close enough. But that definition, it seems, is out of date. The correct answer is as follows. A non-man attracted to a non-man, or non-men. And that's uh, Johns Hopkins University. They're they're considered to be a, at least they were considered to be a first-rate college university. Completely nuts. And now the whole world is making fun of us. You know, this isn't going on all over the world, even in England, where we know. But, uh, but even, in, even in France, where, obviously, right? But uh, in the United States of America, we've gotten crazier than, than any place else. Now, let's go, to, uh, let's go to San Francisco. rice a the San Francisco treat. All right, um, there's a, a story from the San Francisco Standard. That's a newspaper out there. My brother uh, Daniel sent it to me, news reporter, San Diego, California, KUSI Television. He reports the truth <clears throat> about things going on out there in San Diego. And the uh, headline from the San Francisco Standard is, Locked up shelves, quote, irritating, end quote, workers and shoppers at San Francisco Target, Walgreens, and Safeway. And here's a, a picture of uh, somebody with a shopping cart walking down an aisle and uh, both aisles, there are cabinets all the way down with plexiglass over them and locked doors. 
because we become a communist country because the left has made looting fashionable and okay. I was at uh, Newsmax yesterday, a nice woman who does makeup there. They do makeup. We don't do makeup in radio, but in TV they do. And, um, and the nice lady has a Louis Vuitton bag, a Louis Vuitton bag. And I asked her if she stole it, you know. <laughs> she said she did not. She did not steal it. It's a, a real Louis Vuitton bag. And she did not loot the bag. She didn't steal the bag. But, you know, you can hardly find a Louis Vuitton store anymore because the Democrats cleaned them all out by stealing everything. And, of course, Loot Loot Lemon. They got Loot Loot Lemon, too. Uh, hard to find anything at Loot Loot Lemon. They got their stretchy pants and things. And if anybody tries to stop a thief there or calls the cops, they'll fire you for it because Loot Loot Lemon wants the insurance money, I think. This must be an insurance scam of some kind. Loot Loot Lemon, the corporate headquarters. But the story from the San Francisco Standard, locked up shelves at San Francisco stores have become a common sight due to what companies say is rampant shoplifting. What companies say? We can't be sure. You know, maybe it's something else. You know, they claim. You should say claim. But customers and staff say the anti-theft measures are irritating, increasing the workload of staffers, that's a fact, and wait times for shoppers, that's a fact. Seeing this all over D.C. too, because the Democrats, are all Democrats criminals, Michael? Or are they just, they still working on that? Maybe still working on that. The locked shelves are often accompanied by a buzzer that customers can push to summon an employee with a key and interaction that's becoming increasingly frayed on both sides of the aisle. One worker at a Safeway in uh, DuBose Triangle said that, uh, told the, uh, the standard, the San Francisco standard, that he's quitting his job due to the added stress of unlocking items and shepherding them to the checkout for customers. The store at Market and Church Streets adds an extra layer of security. That means shoppers don't get to touch some items until they've paid for them. It's like uh, Hunter Biden with his Russian prostitutes. You know, that's the thing. It's just too much, said David McDowell, who is quitting Safeway after six months. He's been there six months, got a long history there. So San Francisco has lost its mind. California's, the United States has lost its mind because the Democrat Party is pro-crime, pro-criminal, anti-police, anti-God, anti-capitalist. We got some Bernie Sanders uh, today, too. They're racists, and they've got a real problem with uh, sexuality, don't they? Really huge problem. You know, I'm a grown-up person. I've known that gay people existed since I was, you know, eight or nine years old, uh, very innocently, and I've known gay people all that time, and it really hasn't been an issue. And I don't know uh, anybody that has really made an issue of it. Uh, Every now and then, does someone say something impolite? Does someone say something mean? I've got uh, uh, three words for you. Get over it. People say mean things about me every day. Look at Twitter. (laughs) Look at Mediaite. And you know what? I'm over it. (laughs) I'm completely over it. That's really not a thing. And and I hope to go get some lunch after uh, the show with my best girl and then uh, get on to Newsmax and have a good time doing a show tonight. And, and, uh, and I don't care. I don't care. But, but you know, I'm a grown-up man. Maybe you should try that out for a while. All right, let's go to San Francisco. 
Let's go to uh, the the people at the ABC Television News Network, ABC Television News Network, where George Snuffleupagus, the Clinton administration official, is their lead anchor, $17 million a year, I think. Isn't that right? $17 million a year. And, uh, And they sent a reporter by the name of Matt Gutman, not $17 million a year. They sent him to San Francisco to do a story And what they found was kind of a scary zombie apocalypse horror movie with uh, dead bodies hanging from trees and lampposts everywhere and people screaming uh, in the night. Uh, I'm embellishing slightly, but it it sounded like this. Good morning, America reporter Matt Gutman. There's concern that San Francisco could turn into a so-called zombie city with its downtown hollowed out by relentless homelessness, a fentanyl epidemic, and fleeing retailers. And you just mentioned that significant hit. The biggest mall in the city and the heart of downtown is leaving. Zombie city because of the zombies, the junkies, the mental cases. It's an open-air mental institution. Uh, the homelessness, the hypodermic needles, the human feces, the human waste everywhere. Uh, even the husband of the Speaker of the House of Representatives at the time gets bashed in the head with a hammer by some lunatic. Remember, they, the Democrats tried to politicize that immediately, too. Remember that? Uh, when in reality, it's just the Democrat Party's zombie city. And they're doing this to one of the most beautiful cities on the planet, that has taken centuries to make it the most, and the, the left can tear it down in no time at all, and that's why they're here. So the uh, biggest shopping mall is leaving town in the city, and I've told you about all the stores leaving and the flagship store for Whole Foods owned by Jeff Bezos, who owns the Washington Post, and uh, so he told somebody to go out and get a sandwich one day, and they went out and bought Whole Foods and uh, gave it to him, and uh and what else? Walgreens and CVS and Nordstrom and Nordstrom Rack and all these stores leaving. And now the biggest shopping mall in the city is leaving town. But wait, it uh, it gets better. Here's Matt Gutman. In the first quarter of the year, the city saw a 16% rise in robberies and a 41% spike in fentanyl deaths over the same period in 2022. You're seeing it all over right now. Companies are leaving the city. Is San Francisco dangerous? Well, here's the thing. San Francisco is a major city and it has challenges. But let's back up a little bit. You are talking about people who are leaving the city, but not the people who are staying, expanding, coming to San Francisco. That is London Breed. London Breed is falling down. She's the mayor of San Francisco. No, you're not talking about the people that are staying. Yeah, they're all junkies, mentally ill junkies sleeping on the sidewalk with ball-peen hammers clutched in their fists. They're, they're the people that are a menace to civilization. Yeah, but you're not talking about the people that are staying. By the way, I think, what are, aren't homicides up like 41% or something like that? Completely crazy. The pain is getting deeper in San Francisco, the New York Post reports, as the owners of one of the biggest shopping centers in the city, I believe it's actually the biggest shopping center in the city, decided to walk away after 20 years in the face of declining sales, declining occupancy, and foot traffic because of crime and mayhem and pandemonium, and uh, so they are... They're leaving. The announcement followed the Park Hotels and Resorts statement last week that it ceased making payments 
toward a $725 million mortgage linked to their Hilton San Francisco Union Square and uh, Park 55 hotels. They're out of there. They're gone, right? And now the San Francisco takes a big hit as the mall owner Westfield flees. They're fleeing. Here is uh, Gutman of ABC News Good Morning America in the zombie city. The mayor also noting that several crime trends are either flat or down, but it is worth noting that we are not at Union Square or at the Westfield Mall this morning because we were advised by our security that it was simply too dangerous to be there at this hour. Union Square or the Westfield Mall, too dangerous. They hire security people to do a news story. Armed security, you can't have firearms, but they've got armed security with them at all times, of course. And they've got to take the advice of their armed security and not go to Union Square. I've stayed in Union Square before and not go to the Westfield Mall. I don't think I've gone to the Westfield Mall because it's a mall. Uh, And that's ABC News reporting Good Morning America. They can't even report from downtown San Francisco because it's too dangerous. They hire armed security to advise them on where they can go and where they can't go, where they should not go. And that's your Democrat Party. Another success story called San Francisco. It ain't just rice anymore. The Democrats. Hey, I've got breaking news for all my fellow Americans. That's you. Biden's dangerous and crazy plan to force all of us into a digital dollar goes live in just a matter of weeks, no matter what they tell us. It's not something that's going to help you or help me. If we don't take action real quick, lickety-split, it may be too late. The Federal Reserve will be deployed in phases with the initial launch taking place July 1st of 2023. It's called Fed Now. Look it up. And a whole lot of us are going to be completely surprised by this. Everything you've ever worked for is at stake. But there is a way for for us Americans to legally opt out of the digital dollar before it's too late. Call my friends at American Alternative Assets to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will educate you on how you can protect yourself from the failing dollar of volatile stock market and with gold and silver IRAs. Call 888, the number 4, gold 20. Call them now, 888-446-5360. Don't let Biden and the crazy people force you into the government's new digital dollar. Call 888, the number 4, gold 20. Call them now, 888-446-5360. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, so uh, the Democrats, they're... You know, New York isn't far behind. Washington, D.C. isn't far behind. Chicago, Baltimore, Atlanta. Buckhead wants to break away from Atlanta and have their own police department because the Democrats, you know, will hang the police and give awards to the criminals. I will say um, that there is more there's more feces than I've ever seen for sure. And that is a huge problem. And we're not just talking about from from dogs. We're talking about from humans. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. 
Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Since we're talking about the Democrat college professor in Pennsylvania caught having sex repeatedly on camera and along a hiking trail, they have cameras on hiking trails now, with his collie, Lassie, come home. His collie named Steam. His collie's name Steam. We were reminded, actually, my friend Tim reminded me, that Sink Uyghur, you know Sink Uyghur? He... Uh, He's the Young Turks, and he's an old MSNBC guy, and and he's somewhere out there in the media universe, and he believes that bestiality is good. If I were the rule, uh, the benevolent dictator of the world, I would legalize bestiality where you are giving, you where you are pleasuring the animal. You see what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> okay. Why, why now? Why? Why did that happen? He's got people there. It's the dumbest thing I've said. It really is the dumbest thing you said. I don't actually believe that's true. I've heard him say things that are much dumber than that. He's a leftist, after all. Um, and they, they, you know, this is who they are. They've got, uh, got their collies and their horses and, and all this uh, crazy stuff. And then while looking for it, Michael found a funny Hillary Clinton uh, soundbite. We are looking for that. Because we keep a library of uh, audio from... Stories that we've covered in the past. And uh, Hillary Clinton talking to, uh, you remember him. Well, contrary to what you may hear, I actually like men. Oh, <laughs> oh right, yeah. And Raise your right hand. Yeah. You've never had a lesbian affair. <laughs> never, 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 never. Never even been tempted. Thank Unbelievable. you Unbelievable. Howard Stern. Nobody believed her, of course. Especially Hummel Wiener and Janet Reno. And, uh, well, I've only got so much time. All right, let's get us uh, some Barack Obama today because he got uh, uh, he was fluffed yesterday by what, what is his own chief of staff in the White House now is a media figure. Of course, he was a fake reporter before, David Axelrod, and they call him Axe. And the guy couldn't throw a baseball across a dining room table. Uh, Axe is not really the appropriate term for this guy. It's not like he, but uh, never mind that, not a character in Goodfellas or anything. Uh, but David Axelrod, a former print news reporter in Chicago, and then, of course, into the Democrat Party political machine, and then back into the so-called media environment. And uh, Barack Obama decided uh, to launch a racist attack against Senator Tim Scott, who announced he's running for president as a Republican, and that's not allowed. The Democrats, the party of Jefferson Davis and the Confederate States of America, 
the party of Nathan Bedford Forrest and the KKK, the party of Jim Crow, the Democrat Party, the party of standing in schoolhouse doors, every single person that stood in a schoolhouse door was an elected Democrat. And, um, you know, now they're the party, hey, vote for us if you're black. If you if you ain't voting for me, you ain't black. Remember Joe Biden said who didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle when they were racially integrating schools in Delaware, and he opposed it. But but never mind, none of that is on his permanent record. So, uh, they, you know, whenever they have the Democrats need to attack a black Republican, they bring out a black guy to attack the black Republican because they don't want a white Democrat attacking a black Republican. They'd have to call themselves racist, which they are. And, uh, and whenever they attack a woman, they, have a, they bring out a woman to attack the woman so they don't have to call themselves misogynist. It's a, if you haven't noticed this, you'll notice it from now on. Uh, pay attention. I've been paying attention for a long time. I'm here to share. I share things. So here is uh, Barack Obama with David Axelrod. And, and everything is about race, of course. And we're a terrible racist country. And he hates this country and uh, white people, even though his mother was white and his grandparents were white. And they raised him while his mother flitted off to stupid land. But never mind that. Here is uh, Barack Obama yesterday on the David Axelrod podcast called, you know, Ax Me Later or something. <laughs> I'm not being cynical about Tim Scott individually. No, if individually. a Republican who may even be sincere in saying, mm-hmm. I want us all to live together, doesn't have a plan for how do we address crippling generational poverty that is a consequence of hundreds of years of racism in the society and we need to do something about that everybody wants to live together yeah he's been, he is the most divisive president in my lifetime easily uh and uh, here he is the you know the centuries of you know there are more poor white people than there are poor black people did you know that the united states has the wealthiest people of african descent of any country in the world including in africa france western europe Asia, any place in the world. Uh, never mind that. Uh, let's not pay any attention to that. I'm not being cynical. No, yeah, far be it for you to be cynical on matters of race and the United States of America, right? Yeah, but Tim Scott and, you know, what? what is, and excuse me, weren't you president of the United States for eight years, two terms, this terrible, awful, racist country? Weren't you the most powerful man on earth because we gave you that job? And what did you do about it over the course of nearly a decade of being the most powerful person, not just in the United States, but in the world. And now your boy, the sock puppet, living in the White House now, another two years, that's a decade, a full decade between the two of you. What have you clowns, you racially divisive clowns, done to fix what the Democrat Party has done to African Americans from the Confederate States of America firing on Fort Sumter, giving us the KKK and Jim Crow, the Democrat Party, look it up. And, and honestly, at, are you responsible for anything at any point in your life? The answer is no, of course. How many $20 million oceanfront estates do you have to you notice he's buying these oceanfront estates in Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts and in Hawaii where he bought the Magnum P.I. mansion and bulldozed it to make something better? I would have, I would have settled for that one. That looked pretty nice to me. But um, bulldozed him. And uh, I guess he's not worried about rising sea levels which he promised he would stop when he became president. He also promised the fundamental transformation of America, right? But then he decided to attack the Tea Party. He's still bitter. Now, 
2008, this is 2023. 2008, he was elected. That's 15 years ago. And he's still bitter. He was president for eight years. He lived in the White House, flew on Air Force One, Marine One. Electromagnetic pulse-proof limousines. And he just can't stop whining and complaining. This is what commies do. Uh, Barack Obama. I, I think it's fair to say that something like the Tea Party does not get the traction, does not generate the heat that it does. Had it not been for the fact that I represented something that looked like something very foreign to pe- uh, to some people and scary. Communism? Is there talking about, uh, you know, I always said when he was running for, he kept complaining he's a racist and everything's about race with him. And he hates America and he hates white people and um, everybody working for him is white people. But, you know, never mind that. And uh, not important. Doesn't get the traction during the heat. And because I look, I look foreign. The other. He loves this term, the other, right? And uh, remember, what was his name? Sergeant Crowley and, uh, uh, and his friend Skip Gates breaking into his own house and the beer summit and, and all that stuff. The police obviously acted stupidly. And then the Democrats started assassinating police all over the, all over the country in suicide attacks, many, many suicide attacks. Capitol Hill, New York, Dallas, Baton Rouge, beyond. Suicide attacks, not suicide by cop. That's a different thing. Um, but uh, there it is. And uh, the Tea Party, you see the Tea Party is because he looks different. But I always said, you know, he's got a color problem, but it's not his race. He's too red and he's too green. That's what I said in 2008. And boy, I was right. I couldn't have been more right. And then he's still, here he is 15 years later. And he's attacking Tucker Carlson and this whole replacement theory discussion. I think if you tracked Fox News coverage all the way up through Tucker Carlson talking about, you know, white people are all being replaced Mm -hmm. uh, and that Democrats are deliberately trying to bring in Mm -hmm. uh, illegal Mm -hmm. immigrants uh, and then give them voting rights and welfare Mm -hmm. checks to buy them off and and build the democratic majority. I think it, that's a, a, that argument probably gets less traction if it wasn't me who was president at the time. Ever the victim. He will forever be the victim. When they throw dirt on a box with him inside, he will still be playing the victim. It's just amazing. And uh, by the way, you know, the Democrats have been saying for years, if not decades now, well, this country isn't going to be majority white for long. And then they open the southern border and wave millions and millions and millions of, uh, by the way, you know, Hispanics are Caucasian. They're just not Anglo-Caucasian. And they tend to be Catholic and Christian and family-oriented and have a work ethic, all things that go against the Democrat Party's prevailing current. Now, here's what, uh, now, and, and since he's, t- oh, this, oh, Tucker Carlson replacement theory, it's because I'm black, it's because I look different, and like, oh, they're being replaced. Here's Joe Biden now, that was, that was Barack Obama yesterday complaining about that. While he was saying that, presumably, Joe Biden was saying this to a Hispanic crowd. You know, and I'll never stop fighting for you, I promise you. Because fighting for you, by the way, Open. I love when people say, well, why do we spend so much? You realize that 26 out of every 100 students in grades uh, kindergarten through 12 speak Spanish? No, think about it. No, think about what it. What in the hell heck are we talking about here? Yeah, that's uh, that's really a good question. And you may remember uh, Barack Obama um, also 
warning us that they had a long-term plan for the United States. Instead of worrying about whether uh, immigrants can learn English, they'll learn English. You need to make sure your child can speak Spanish. So there's Barack Obama years ago telling us that we need to teach our kids to speak Spanish. We need to learn to speak Spanish. And now here we are yesterday with Joe Biden saying 26% of kids, more than a quarter, more than one in four, K through 12 in the United States of America are Spanish speakers. We know that they've opened the border and they're waving people in by the millions. And yesterday, Barack Obama saying, yeah, what's all this crap about replacement theory? And, and when for years they've been saying, oh, we can't wait until the country's not majority white anymore. 2013. That was 2013, Barack Obama telling us we better teach our kids to learn to speak Spanish. Isn't that amazing? That's your Democrat party. Mm, 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 mm. Man. Uh, let's go to uh, Bernie Sanders. He's a communist. Uh, soundbite number uh, 17. And honestly, the problem with Barack Obama is he's uh, a radical leftist extremist. His mentor as a teenager was Frank Marshall Davis, who's a member of the Communist Party in the United States of America. He uh, made uh, John Penitentiary face Brennan, the CIA director. John Brennan voted for the Communist Party candidate for the presidency of the United States, Gus Hall. He's anti-American. He's abused his power. He ran an information operation against the United States and the American people, the likes of which we expected the CIA to do during the Cold War in communist countries, and they did it here. Isn't that fascinating? They brought in Van Jones to the White House, who identified as a communist at the time. Pay no attention to any of this. just happens to be true. Bernie Sanders calls himself a socialist, a democratic socialist. That dim-witted anchor on uh, MSDNC proudly calls himself a socialist because Lawrence O'Donnell, because he's a proud socialist. And here is uh, Fox News reporter Hillary Vaughn yesterday asking Bernie the Bolshevik Sanders, who literally honeymooned in the Soviet Union, uh, about the loan forgiveness, that is uh, paying off student loans for people that went to Harvard. So we have plumbers in Oklahoma paying the law school bills of Harvard law grads working in Washington, D.C., and they're in favor of this. It's a massive redistribution of wealth scheme in the hundreds of billions of dollars, and it's buying votes the old-fashioned way, retail politics, money in the pocket, a little walking around money. Is it really free if you're raising taxes to pay for it? Well, given the fact that we have the billionaire class paying a lower tax rate than working families, I think it's Lie. appropriate that the wealthiest people in this country stop paying their fair share of taxes. You Thanks very the much. The Wall Street tax would hit average Americans saving for retirement. What people say that? People on Wall Street. Thank you. That's it. And uh, Bernie the Bolshevik, who uh, participated in the 1917 revolution in St. Petersburg, he was the guy that pushed that baby stroller down the steps, I think, because they, yeah, and the rich and the billionaires and millionaires, they pay their fair share. Because uh, really, these, this very tiny number of people that wouldn't fill a high school stadium are going to pay for everything that you guys are dreaming of. The Democratic Party isn't. This is the left. These are not liberals. This is a different time in the United States of America, a very, very different time. Absolutely berserk. Berserkly, I'm telling you. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, man. Also, we had this uh, Democrat city council member standing naked in his uh, front door. Have you seen this guy? <laughs> I wouldn't recommend going and looking for it. There's really nothing to see there. Town council candidate keeps standing naked in his front doorway. Sure, 
The Babylon Town Council candidate poses naked behind screen door of house. Shocking residents. Why would that shock residents? I mean, come on. Man running for uh, town council on Long Island in New York is uh, losing support after a photo of him standing naked at the front door of his home with uh, just the screen door closed in front of him. He stands there. Babylon Republican Committee told ABC7 yesterday that they're not going to support <laughs> Kevin, Kevin the mental case. Uh, Sub, what is it? Sabilia. And uh, he's a senior, Kevin Sabilia Sr., and he's running as a Republican. And the Republican uh, council said, uh, he's not our guy. He's, uh, he's not our guy. In fact, maybe he should run as a Democrat. Witnesses say Sabilia has been standing nude behind the screen door in front of his house for the past two months, <laughs> just feet from a campaign sign with his name on it. Townspeople are uh, calling for action. Sure. Uh, <laughs> they're calling for action uh, after the uh, disturbing online post. Um, and uh, they say it's a control move. He, uh, he definitely, the Republicans don't want him. I think he's probably a Democrat who is trying to embarrass the Republicans by announcing that he's going to run as a Republican and then behaving as a Democrat. You know. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, getting a lot of reaction to the Penn State professor, Themis Matsukas, having sex with his collie. What's his collie's name? He just does it to blow off steam. It turns out his collie is named Steam. People are getting weirder and weirder out there, out there, aren't they? Yes, sir. Also, Americans, Gen X especially, yearn for the pre-internet era. Coming up. CNN is uh, reporting now the Teamsters Union, Democrat organized crime adjunct, the Teamsters Union voted to authorize a strike against UPS, your United Parcel Service, you know, Brown, which would begin on August 1st. Somebody get Pete Buttigieg on the phone. We got another transportation crisis. No deliveries by UPS. And it turned the world upside down. It, uh, it really would. Marco Rubio put together an ad um, slamming these sisters of perpetual indulgence, the Democrats that dress up transgender bearded men dressing as nuns and desecrating the cross and the crucifix and Christianity and Catholicism. And the Los Angeles Dodgers are giving them a Community Hero Award because while well, they're playing the San Francisco, um, uh, so, you know, that's appropriate, I guess. And uh, Marco Rubio had the ad made and provided it to Spectrum Sportsnet LA, and Spectrum Sportsnet LA rejected the ad without comment, without discussion, without explanation, said we're not going to air it because we're Satan-worshipping, blood-drinking ghouls. I, I filled in a couple of uh, gaps there. Now, here is a, uh, a good story, I think, in its own way. Gen Xers and older millennials really just want to go back in time to before the Internet existed. That's the story. And the poll is a very real poll. According to a new survey, Americans are yearning for 
an era before constant connectivity. Can we blame them is the subheadline. And uh, according to a new Harris poll shared exclusively with Fast Company, most Americans would prefer to live in a simpler era before everyone was obsessed with screens and social media, and the sentiment is especially strong among older millennials and Gen Xers. Millennials and Gen Xers, that's the, that's the thing. That's uh, pretty amazing. Uh, asked whether they would like to return to a time before humanity was plugged in, meaning before people had wide access to the Internet. I blame Al Gore and smartphones. 77% of Americans aged 35 to 54 said they would prefer to live before the time of smartphones and all that. And uh, 63% of 18 to 34-year-olds agreed. 18 to 34. You know, you're 18. You don't even know what it was like before the Internet. But 63% of 18 to 34-year-olds agreed that it would be better to live in a time before you were connected all the time and had your phone and the Internet in your hand all the time and yada, yada. Um, and uh, that's uh, pretty pretty good stuff, I got to say. Only uh, 60% of people over 55 say they would prefer to return to yesteryear. So it's kind of interesting. The younger you are, the more likely it is that you'd like to be without the Internet. And there is a story out of uh, Maryland today, too, that's crazy about <clears throat> the Maryland public schools are, are suing TikTok and Snapchat and Facebook for fueling youth mental health crisis. The Prince George's and Howard County public schools are joining a federal lawsuit. Now, Maryland's largest school district, Montgomery County, suing social media companies, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, because of the increased incidence of self-harm and suicide and depression and all this crazy. Put down your damn phones. Kill your phones. They used to have these bumper stickers, kill your TV. Kill your phone. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.